five quick divrei Torah on the parsha with Rabbi Gil, student of TorahMusings.com. Vaishlach. Number one, preconditions. When Yaakov sends a message to Esav at the very beginning of the parsha in Bereshit Lamed Beis Hey, he says, "In Lavan Garti." Rashi uh, looks at the word Garti and says that refers to Taryag six hundred thirteen. Taryag mitzvah shamarti. Yaakov is telling Esav that he keeps 613 mitzvahs. The question is why? Why would Esav care? What's the point of Yaakov saying it right now? Uh, Rav Moshe Feinstein, quoted in the Pnini Mishulchan Gavoa, explains that Yaakov is setting his terms for peace with Esav. He says, Esav, I want to make peace with you. However, the precondition for peace is that you must know that I am a Torah-observant individual, Tariq Mitzvah Shamarti, and that is I'm not up for negotiation. If your terms for peace are that I should violate one of the mitzvahs, then there's nothing to talk about. Yaakov was saying, his, setting his preconditions for peace, for friendship, for co- for cooperation, and that is Tariq Mitzvah Shamarti. Number two, how to succeed. When Yaakov sees that Esau is coming to him, Yaakov sends messengers to him. Yaakov sent messengers before him to Esau, his brother. The question is, why does the word Lafanov here? Yaakov sent messengers before him to Esau, his brother. They could have just said, and Yaakov sent messengers to Esau, his brother. Why Lafanov? Why before him? Rabbi Yaakov Edlinger in his Minchas Ani explains that in everything that you do, you need to put in your efforts on two fronts, uh, below and above. On the, on the below, you have to do, put in every effort to make sure that you succeed, put in every strategy and execute that strategy to ensure your success. However, you also have to do above. You also have to pray, you have to daven, you have to do mitzvot, send up your zechuyos, your merits, make sure that Hashem will ensure your success. So you have to put in efforts both below and above. And that's what Yaakov did. Yaakov sent two sets of messengers. Vaishlach Yaakov Malachim Lafanov. He sent messengers before him, meaning to heaven, which was his Torah, his tefillah, and his mitzvot. And he also sent messengers, El Esav Achiv, to Esav his brother, to put in the effort and the strategy which he had it below. Number three, faithful messengers. When Yaakov appoints messengers, Malachim, to go to Esav to send his message, Yaakov says in Bereshit, Lamed Beis, Hey, Vaitzabo Sam Lemar, Koso Marun Ladoni Leisav, Ko Amar Abdecha Yaakov, Im Lavan Garti Vaychard Ad Ata. He commanded them, saying, "This is what you should say to my master Esav. This is what you say." Uh, this is what my what your servant Yaakov said. I lived in, with Lavan, and I waited until now. The the word saying comes up multiple times. Right, Savasomli more. He commanded them to say, Ko Samarun, this is what you should say. Ko Amar Yaakov, this is what your servant Yaakov said. Uh what with the repetition um seems like it it's trying to tell us something. So Rav Yosef Kara, the base Yosef in his Drashas Ala Torah explains that there are two types of messengers. Sometimes you'll appoint someone in your stead and you basically tell him what to do and he goes and he does it on his own and he stands in your place. Another type of messenger is you tell him specifically every little thing that he has to do, and he's only allowed to do what you tell him. He's not allowed to add or subtract. He has to do exactly what you say and repeat exactly the words that you tell him. Yaakov, in this meeting with Esau, was so concerned that he required the precision that he appointed messengers to do and ex- say exactly what he told them to do, the second kind of messenger, not the first who would be in his stead, the second who would do what he tells them to do. And that's why it says... 
by Leimor told him saying, Ko Samrun, this is what you should say, Ko Amar Yaakov, say, tell Yesav exactly the words that I'm saying, nothing more, nothing less. Number four, the role of Gedolim. When Yaakov reaches Shechem, he builds an altar on Mizbeach in Bresh Islam and Gimel Chav, Vayatzev Shom Mizbeach, he establishes there uh, an altar, Vayikralo Kel Eloke Israel, and he calls it, or him, God, the God of Israel. Rashi quotes Chazal, who say that Hashem called Yaakov Kel Eloke Israel. Hashem named Yaakov God, the God of Israel, which is very strange, very hard to understand. Rav Soloveitchik is quoted in Nevesharav as explaining that there's a mitzvah to be like Hashem. Every every Jew is obligated to act like Hashem. But how are we supposed to act like Hashem? How are we supposed to know how Hashem acts? So Rav Soloveitchik explains that we learn this by looking at the great people, of the great Jews, of the great Torah scholars of every generation, and by acting like them, we can act more like Hashem. We can, if we act like Avram, like Yitzhak, like Yaakov, like Moshe, we will fulfill this mitzvah of becoming more like Hashem. And in this puzzle, Hashem is telling us that Yaakov is worthy of emulation, and if we are act like Yaakov, we will be fulfilling the mitzvah of acting like Hashem. Number five, silence is not an option. After Dina is raped by Shechem and the brothers take revenge and attack the city, uh, Yaakov gets upset with them, and they reply to Yaakov in Bereshis, Lamed Dalet, Lamed Aleph, Vayomaru, Hachizona, Yases, Achoseinu. And they say to him, Hachizona, like a zona, will, will, that be, uh, will uh, we make our sister. Rashi explains, Hachizona means Hefker, ownerless, anyone can do whatever they want. Es Achoseinu, Rashi explains, Yas Achasana, he translates into Aramaic. Question is, what is he adding? He's translating, just translating those two words directly into Aramaic. There's, there's no benefit. There's no co- commentary interpretation here. So the Taz in his Divrei Dovrit explains that the phrase could be translated in two ways. It could be talking about the past. Uh, the Hefger is the act that Shem did with Tina, and it, it could have been, it could have been interpreted as saying that the brothers were telling Yaakov. That can it be that Shem did a Misa, an act of Hefker, with our sister, with our sister? But that doesn't really answer anything. That doesn't. Uh, the Yaakov already knew what happened. They're not adding any information to Yaakov. They're not giving him any argument whatsoever. Yaakov knew what happened. The past is the past, and he's telling them it happened. It, 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 you can't argue with the fact it happened. Let's try to handle it diplomatically. But then, what are they responding? So Rashi tells you, no, that's not what they're saying. The, the, the phrase has to be translated differently. Hefger, ya'ase es achosenu, yas achasana. Are they turning our sister into Hefger? Meaning, this can happen in the future. If we don't take action, this can happen in the future. Our sister or other Jewish women will be treated like Hefger. And we can't allow that to happen. And therefore, we had to take action to prevent that from happening in the future. Silence is not an option if this act could be repeated again and again. We must take action and prevent anything like this from happening again.